Welcome back to If It Had Not Been Podcast. This is your host, Miss Olivia Wright. So excited to be back before you. Um, definitely honored to be able um, to come before you today and share what God has placed on my heart. Uh, welcome back if you're returning. And for those who are new, how you doing? Uh, this podcast is inspired by Psalm 124.1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side... A Psalm of King David, as he reflects on and reminds the children of Israel, God's people of God's deliverance, his mercy, his goodness, his love and grace and just all that he encompasses. Um, But we know that God had journeyed through uh, with the children of Israel. And so it's always great to be able to remind ourselves If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been the Lord who was on my side, uh, I don't know where I would be. And I'm not saying it because it's a song that we all may have heard of, but it's the truth. I just don't know. Amen. And so I'm here to talk about with God being on my side, how I have been able to overcome obstacles and trials and navigate this earthly journey um, in such a impeccable way. Uh, not perfect, uh, but it is definitely worth it if God is with me. Uh, Revelation twelve eleven, right? They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. They overcame who? Satan, the enemy, the one who was after us to kill, still and destroy that in which God has for us, what God has predestined for us. But we overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of what? Our testimony. And they love not their lives unto the death. And so testimony, how powerful that is. And so those two scriptures inspire this podcast and uh, we will hear testimonies um, from others, but uh, I will definitely do my due diligence to share um, as God deems appropriate, right? To testify to personal situations and things that God has gotten me through so many to count. Um, but today's topic, right? If it had not been for purpose, if it had not been for purpose, right? Purpose is the topic for today, which is so important. Purpose is that which a person sets before himself or as an object to be reached or accomplished, right, is the end or aim to which the view is directed in any plan, measure, or exertion. It's the reason for being, right? And when we talk about specifically our purpose, our God-given purpose, the question becomes, why are you here on earth? Are you living out the purpose that God has for you, what he's created you for? We all know, right, the scripture talks about how we are uniquely and wonderfully made, I know God has every hair on my head numbered, my name etched in his hand. God created me. He knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb. And there's no one like me. I cannot be duplicated. Amen. You cannot be duplicated. Right. And so we know that man has been given purpose. Adam and Eve was given purpose uh, when he created them to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. We know that as a fact, but there is something unique to you and why you were created and have been privileged, <laughs> it is a privilege, uh, to be able to 
go in the earthly journey, right? Be a part of the earthly experience. And so again, why are you here on earth? Have you ever asked that question? What am I doing here? Am I living out my purpose? Am I living out that in which God has created me to do? Um, because most importantly is what we do for the Lord that will stand, right? And so we know that God had established everything before the foundations of the world. His work has been finished. He did it in six days and he rested the seventh. So there's nothing that we are waiting on. It's already done. And so we just want to be in connection and in communion with God, our creator, our heavenly father, to understand what that purpose is. This is very, very, very important, right? We know that here on earth, we have created, man has created uh, through God's grace, so many different things that we use. We have vehicles, right? The purpose of the vehicle is to be able to have transportation, something to get you from point A to point B, right? You don't have to walk. You don't have to take a horse, right? But quickly be able to be transported from one location to the next, right? You have computers, right? Computers are used for a number of reasons. We know we have the internet, which we can go out and, and, and get the news and we can go out and get information, right? Everything has been created for a purpose. Phones is the way that we can talk to each other. If you're on one side of town, on, I'm on another, we can pick up the phone and talk to each other. It's a way to communicate when we're not in the same space. Electricity, right? It's to give light so that we can have uh, the ability to use appliances and things within our own apartment or home, right? Food. We know food has purpose. It's nourishment for the body. It is what the body needs to live. All right. Water, water is so important. We use it to cleanse. We use it to drink, right? The water is, uh, the body is made up of water, amen. Housing, right? We need shelter, right? We want shelter in any, in any case, we prefer shelter, right? A place where we can lay our head and sleep, a place where we can call our own and just be able to have a space of our own. Our physical body even has a purpose, all right? It is the purpose for us to be able to exist here on this earth, all right? This is how we get through the earth, exists through a physical body. And so that's just a few examples of things that you can look around your room right now or wherever you may be and understand that there's a purpose for everything. <laughs> nothing has been created without a purpose. And so if nothing's been created out of purpose, why would you think you have been right? So yes, there is a purpose for you. Yes, there is. Some of us know what that God given purpose is, but for those who don't, this is for you today. And for those who may know, you may learn something, right? Because we want to always make sure that we keep our eye on that in which God has for us here on this earth, we keep focused on what he has for us to do, because that is what will stand. That is what will last. And that, all right, is the blessing. All right. So let's look into this. Um, biblical examples, right? I would say anybody that you would read about in the scriptures, you can identify what God used them for. Okay. I've already spoken about Adam and Eve. And I think that one is, um, important to speak to because they were the first man and woman here on earth that God created. He formed Adam out of dust of the ground and Eve out of the rib of Adam and Eve was called the help me. So Eve's purpose, uh, was to be a help me. We he said it is not good that man should be alone. And so he created man and woman. 
and uh, be fruitful and multiply was the instruction and subdue the earth. We saw that in Genesis 1, 28, right? Noah uh, in Genesis 13, 14 was told to build the ark, right? It was a ark that was supposed to be built so he could save um, the remnant that God wanted to save out of the, of, out of the, the evil world or the evil population that was existing in the animals, right? You can read that again in Genesis 13, 14, my favorite one, just because I think it, it, it's just an amazing story. The story of Moses, if you haven't read it, I would just encourage you to do that. But in Exodus three, uh, when God met Moses at the burning bush, right? That is when, when Moses was at 80 years of age was called by God to go fulfill a purpose and then which he was actually created for. Well, that, what does that tell you? Age is nothing but a number. God will use you any age that you are. He created you and he knows what he's doing. Amen. So we never can say we're too old. And so he told Moses to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Okay. And then Abraham, um, in Genesis 12, one and two, he told Abraham, listen, I need you to go away, go to this other country. I'm going to make you a great nation and make your name great. Right. And so again, Abraham had purpose. So we know the children of Israel was birthed out of uh, Abraham eventually. Right. Prophet Jeremiah is one. King David is one. King Solomon is one. The list goes on and on. Prophet Elijah, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Right. He had a purpose. Okay, he came down in the form of a man to fulfill prophecy and to save that which was lost, right? To be that sacrifice so that we can be reconciled back to God through his blood, amen, through his sinless <laughs> blood. And so the disciples was given instruction, right? Um, once you have, the disciples were um, saved, Um in Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Now we know as disciples, that is what we have been instructed to do, but the way that we do it and how God wants us to do it can be different from one another. Right. And so God will speak to you and let you know that in which, how he wants you to do it, the territory he wants you, uh, that he assigns you the assignment that he has for you, the people Everything will be particular. When Noah was building the ark, God gave particular instructions on how he wanted things done. Even with Moses, you can read there when he talked about the rod and, and he gave Moses specific instructions on how to, what to say, what not to say, where to go, where not to go. Right. Um, but nonetheless, there are so many that, um, I did not name in terms of examples, but as you're reading the word, please understand and, 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 Think of that when you're reading the scriptures and whoever you're reading about the purpose that God used them for and know that, yes, he can use you too. Isn't that something I remember when I was first converted about nine years ago, how, um, I didn't think I was worth anything coming into Christ. I knew I was saved and I knew that it was a, it was a joy and a pleasure to be on this new journey, but I literally could not tell you what my purpose was. I, I would look on to others who have been in the faith for some time, what we would call the seasoned saints. And I would just be like, wow, they're so articulate. They can, they know the scriptures. They don't mind public speaking. They, um, they, they don't mind sharing their faith. 
Um, they're not shy about praying. And I'm just like, wow, I'm just over here. Just, I didn't even barely know what, um, <laughs> communion was and, and, uh, you know, offering plates. And I mean, so many different things that I had to learn coming in and early on, I just did not know. I know what I admired. I know what I would look on and say, Ooh, maybe I can do that. I would see people preaching and uh, the pastors preaching or ministers preaching. And I was just like, Oh, well, maybe that's it. You know, uh, people teaching Sunday school, maybe that's it. Right. So I was seeking out like, God, what do you want me to do? What fits, you know, cause listen, I was shy. You know, I had challenges with praying in front of people. Sometimes I still do. Um, but I think it's just, you know, all in my head, right? I know we all have, I'm just being transparent here just because I know that I'm still growing in the faith and I just want everybody else to understand and know that, yes, you're not alone. Okay. You are not alone, especially the new converts, right? It's so important that you all know to stay encouraged and don't think that because you don't know everything, cause you never will. Um, and you may not be, uh, you would say great at certain things, right? Just focus on God. Okay. But just kind of given the background in my testimony of early conversion and how I was trying to find my way. I even did a short stint in seminary that really didn't work out because I wasn't mature enough to actually, um, I would say divide my time appropriately and put the time where it needed to be and the focus where it needed to be. I couldn't pivot from off work to seminary. And so just trying to find my purpose and it's like fitting around a peg into a square hole kind of thing. And so it was too early on. I was very zealous. Um, but nonetheless, I was seeking God and I don't, um, consider it as something that, uh, I should not have done. I just consider it as me just trying things out and trying to find my way um, to ultimately being on this podcast. <laughs> so it really worked it out in the end because this podcast was birthed as a result of my seminary experience, but most importantly, right, seeking God. And so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, how, first of all, you can f help find your, or tips on how to find your purpose, but let's, let's hit on some scriptures really quick about purpose. Uh, Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So the people of faith, right? We are his workmanship. God created us, right? And we now whom are saved um, are created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We know in the scripture, Jesus talked about, you will go and do greater works than I, right? We know Jesus ministry, I believe was up to the age of 33, he wasn't in the ministry very long. It didn't take him very long. He had one, he had a purpose and it was fulfilled and it was his time to go and sit at the right hand of God. But in any case, right, this scripture is talking about how we are created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we shall walk in them. So we know that it's just, this has been ordained. All right. And, and that it is, it is, it is already there for us. Um, his workmanship to do good works. Proverbs 19, 21 talks about many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. This is probably 
uh, one that resonates with me because a lot of times we do have our own plans in mind. We have our own ideas in mind. And I did that, right? I went down different paths and trying to understand maybe this is it and that's it. Um, but in any case, it was the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So whatever God's purpose was, uh, that's what stuck, which is why I'm on this podcast today, because that was his purpose for me. Um, that was the ministry that he had for me. Um, and so we want we, we, we can sometimes get into what we want, but we can rest assured that if it's, if it's of the Lord, it will stand, it will last. Um, but if it's not, it will, it will wither away. It will just be no more. And so those things that kind of fall away and those ideas that fall away, um, it is likely because it is not the purpose of the Lord, but you stay in prayer, right? Always. And in the word to understand what God has for you. Ephesians 1 11. Also, we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. So again, we are predestined Amen. we are predestined. This is not by happenstance. This is not just luck. Um, this is not just something that came out of nowhere. It is predestined according to his purpose that we have obtained this inheritance and, um, and it is his will, right? So we are where we are supposed to be. We are who we are been, who we are to be in Christ. Right. Um, and so again, knowing that, right. Knowing you're supposed to be here, that you're supposed to, um, be a child of God. And, um, it, it should, I'm hoping and praying that once you understand that you'll now feel comfortable enough or be inspired to seek out that purpose. If you have not already, um, Proverbs 16, four, the Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for their day of trouble. Now this, I had to say, because, uh, you know, I said, well, what about evil people? Yeah, the wicked, <laughs> uh, they have a purpose. Um, but God has made everything for its purpose. There is nothing that God has created that does not have purpose. So yes, you have a purpose for being here and God has that for you. So I just pray that those scriptures are encouraging and that you can just note them down, maybe meditate on them but it really just describe what it means to be in Christ that we are not just in Christ just because, but we are in Christ to do greater works, to do good works that God had ordained that for us to be able to walk in. We are his workmanship, right? It is his purpose that will stand, right? So when we are walking in God's purpose for our lives, it will stand, it will last. It is a sure thing. It is a sure foundation. We can count on it. It will stand the test of time, every trial, every tribulation, anything that comes against it, it will stand. We have an inheritance when we obtained, right? We've been predestined to be in Christ according to his purpose. It was his purpose for us to be in him. And he works all things after the counsel of his will. Amen. We know the, uh, the scripture of thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We want God's will to be done, right? And he has made everything for its purpose, even you. Okay. And so, yes, you have a place in the kingdom of God. You have a purpose in the kingdom of God. 
You have people that God has for you in the kingdom of God. And yes, you have a purpose here on this earth. And it is at your, uh, uh, in your vicinity, amen, and within your reach to gain that because you are one in spirit with the Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show a great and mighty thing thou knowest not. One of the scriptures that I actually memorized early on, because when I came into the faith, I had a lot of questions. (laughs) I had a lot of inquiries, good ones, right? Uh, and so I would want to know, well, God, show me this or God, can I see that? And per his grace, he would reveal to me what it is that I wanted to see. And that was not without reading my word, reading the word of God and staying in prayer and being active and communing with other believers and being a part of the the church and being the, the physical brick and mortar church, um, Bible study, all of those things will add up into being able to expose those uh, or reveal uh, where God can reveal and illuminate that in which you need to know. So let's talk about finding your purpose, your God-given purpose. And I will just speak to, again, just highlighting some of the things that I did. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. We want to put God first right? We want to put God first always. And what that means is I am kingdom minded. I'm seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I want to know about my God, right? I want to live according to God's laws and statutes in the kingdom of God principles. That's what I'm seeking. And that's what my focus is because it says all things will be added unto you. That's everything. So while we are seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, things will be added unto us, right? Whatever our desires are, whatever our needs are, God will provide your needs according to his riches and glory, right? We know that that is a part of the experience. That is a part of the inheritance. That is a part of the privilege we have in Christ Jesus. All we got to do is set our sights on the kingdom of God because we want to be transformed and renewed in the heart and in the mind to be more like Christ, right? And we want to be about his business. And so when we are focused on that, everything else will fall into place. I promise you that. And again, I already spoke to being in prayer, right? Listen, if there's something I don't know and something I want to know, and if it relates to my purpose, I'm going to God in prayer for that. Sometimes we forget it's that simple as keeping it in prayer. Lord, why am I here on earth? What is the purpose you have for me? Who are the people? What is the place? What are the things, right? Go to God. It says, be in thanksgiving. Do not be anxious, but in prayer and thanksgiving, right? And so we want to be reminded of that, right? Sometimes we they think about it. Well, I don't know. And I don't know. And, and I was thinking this, but I'm not sure. Go to God in prayer. One of the things that I admire about King David in the scriptures is when you will hear him always go to God and ask, like, do you want me to go this way? Should I go up against this tribe or that tribe or this enemy? Is this what you want me to do? And I love it because sometimes it's just that simple for us to 
we have a decision to make. If there's something we don't know, we want to know, we can go to God in prayer. Reading the word obviously has helped me so much. There's times where I read that word as it is the living word, reading that word and something will come to mind. It can be anything. It'll be an answer to a question or God bringing something back to my remembrance, you know, so reading that word and getting that word in, that's like nourishing the, the spirit and feeding that spirit man. And so God uh, can use that to reveal more information, wisdom, knowledge, all of that good stuff, meditating on the word. I'm not only reading it, but I'm receiving it, right? And I'm allowing the word to speak to me. I'm allowing to give that time word to penetrate uh, and spending time with God, right? We have to spend time with God. And some of us may think that, oh, is it got to be three, four hours a day? It's whatever you want. But spending time with God, the importance of it is, is that you are taking time out for God. It is not a flyby and it's not a, oh, let me get two minutes. I'm just saying genuinely carving out time of your day to say, Lord, it's just me and you. This is so important because God is the creator. (laughs) He is the ruler. He is sovereign. He is holy. He is righteous. He is in control. Amen. He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. Oh, just knowing that that's the God that I walk with. We talked about it in Psalm uh, 124. One, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, that's the God we're talking about. We know what God has done in the scriptures. And so spending time with a powerful God, wow, who wouldn't want to do that, right? You know, again, joining a ministry at your local church, joining a small group if that's available, you know, finding areas where you can serve in the workplace, the marketplace, family and friends, all of this can bring about your purpose. But I will say, going back to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's it. And, and that's what I love about scripture. We might want to take it and say, well, you got to um, add things to this. No, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? So that's where you want to be to help find your purpose. Now, <clears throat> all of those things that I've mentioned is how I got to my purpose. Um, God did not reveal my purpose to me until I was at least six years in. Um, I know that there were moments and times where I was serving and, um, there were different, uh, opportunities for me, um, to witness through volunteering. So God used me in other capacities, um, obviously. And, um, but my purpose, like that call came in at least about, uh, actually five years in, it was about five years in. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because when Paul, the formerly Saul, the apostle Paul, uh, was converted, he had spent some time being taught and, um, in study, um, before he was loosed, uh, to go preach to the Gentiles. Uh, so sometimes God will have you in a space and place where he's maturing you and he's growing you up. If I think about when I came in, up to that five-year point, I was very immature. I'm just going to be, I was a babe in Christ. And so I definitely would say, be patient, right? Um, I will tell you that's uh, what God revealed to me in terms of my purpose. Um, 
it's ironic how some of those things were, uh, I would say some things that I was interested in, in my childhood. So it wasn't too far off where it was like me, you know, uh, I would say, let me back that up because some, yes, it, you will be like me, you want me to what? But <laughs> sometimes it is. I mean, Moses was, you know, at that burning bush. Like he was like, are you sure? Cause I really don't know how to, I'm not good at public speaking. So I'm not sure what you want from, you know? So, um, in any case, it was familiar, right? And, um, it was familiar, but it would, it's not something I can do of my own. It does require the Holy spirit. I know that without a doubt. Uh, and in closing, right, just to wrap it up here, I want to give some encouragement for the journey as always, this salvation journey that we have chosen to partake in and be a part of one of the best decisions that I know I have made Romans eight twenty eight says, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So listen, whatever you're going through, whatever trial, tribulation, whatever circumstance, uh, whatever it is that you may be challenged by, disappointed by, that you don't understand, just know that God, God, God is with you. And for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my favorite scriptures, for I know the plans I have for you. He knows the plans for you. I have plans to prosper you. He has plans to prosper, not to harm, but to give hope in the future. So he has plans. Those plans are to prosper you. They are not to harm you plan is to give you hope in the future. So trust God and the plan that he has for you. And yes, it is to prosper you, even though it might hurt, even though you might not understand why, even though you may be disappointed, even though you may be feeling down and out about it, even though it may be perplexed, right? We know we don't lean into our own understanding, but in all our ways, we acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. But it's always a good reminder to know God is not trying to hurt me. He's trying to prosper me. Amen. And Philippians 3.14, press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Continue to press. Forget that which is behind. Leave that in the past. Continue to press toward the mark. Do not worry about what the old man trying to trying to resurrect itself. No matter the people of your past those who don't want <clears throat> to see you further yourself in the kingdom of God, you want to look forward and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Right? That is what God has for you, a prize. So in conclusion, I choose God. I choose God because for God, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, and whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So for those who are new and you do not know the Lord and you are not of the faith, Romans 10, 9, 
that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you too can be saved. So acknowledge in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe that Jesus died for your sins and was raised three days later. Repent of your sins and get baptized in the name of Jesus. So thank you for joining me. If it had not been for purpose, I don't know where I would be. Purpose is critically important. It keeps me in line with what God has for me. It gives me a sense of belonging. It makes me feel complete. If it hadn't been for purpose, I would be a mess. I would be all over the place. I would be involved in things that is fruitless and unproductive. So I'm glad for God and his purpose and the grace that he's extended upon me to allow me to know what that is in this time. I pray that God will reveal his purpose to you. And for those who are walking in your purpose, God bless you. And I pray strength and courage for you to continue the journey. Until next time, if it had not been, signing off, this is your host, Miss Olivia Wright. Be blessed.